Today's five star review by XO Moon Mama titled Empowering. Thank you for the value you bring to every episode. Your wisdom helps me in all areas of my life, from motherhood to business to overall showing up for myself as a woman. Your knowledge, motivation, and inspiration helps keep me going. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show, Car Smart Friday, recorded live from my Uber in New York City, New York. And I think you're going to love this episode. It's all about how to feel confident, instantly confident in just about any situation. Two very simple tips. You're going to love this. And really, it's because you've asked for it. It's one of the things I hear all the time that people struggle with either self-doubt or having more confidence, and it's something that it just makes everything easier. You'll have a better relationship at work. You'll improve the way that you're able to parent and who you are as a role model as a parent. You'll feel better about who you are, and people will feel more comfortable around you when you work on your confidence, which is why we have reopened access to our Courageous Confidence Club. And I want to invite you to do so. Please be sure to check out getcourageousconfidence.com. Now, you don't have to remember that, but if you do, it's pretty simple. Getcourageousconfidence.com. Or if you click on the show notes, you'll see a link there. And by the way, don't forget, don't forget, if you ever hear your review read on one of my podcast episodes, check the show notes because there's details there on what you get to do with that. There's a special prize, a special gift from me to you. Anyways, I love you. On to the show. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Thanks for joining me on this episode of The Shalene Show. Today, we're talking about confidence, the kind of confidence that we all need to conjure up from time to time, the type of confidence we need when entering into a new environment, something we've never done before, something that makes us nervous, something that we are dreading perhaps, having people look at us, judge us, or think that we are not capable. I think you're going to love this episode. All right, on to the show. What we're talking about today is the two things you need to have confidence in any new or intimidating situation. And even the most confident of individuals have situations where they're not going to feel confident. It doesn't matter who they are. If you're really good at certain things, there's still other areas where you have never done it before. You fear that people are going to judge you. Perhaps in your mind, you're picturing something much different. Maybe you've had a negative experience. And so therefore, you get nervous and you feel intimidated and your confidence lowers, right? Your self-esteem tends to take a dip. So one example I'd like to give you is going to a seminar. The very first business seminar that I ever attended, I was very nervous to attend. In my mind, I pictured that at some point, all participants would be asked to go on the stage and give their own speech. And then at some point, they would be put in chairs, just one individual chair on the stage, and a spotlight would come down on their head. And whoever was conducting the seminar would then say to them, tell us what you don't know. 
And please embarrass yourself in front of this audience of very successful people who are much richer, much smarter, much more intelligent and much more experienced than you are. Like this is what I pictured in my head. I pictured that I would show up wearing the wrong outfit that people will go, (laughs) excuse me. Why are you here? I really did picture all of this. And it's nothing like that, of course. But I still walked into my first seminar feeling nervous and unsure what to expect and anticipating like I would feel less than everybody else there at some point. It's not like that. And I've gone to some amazing seminars. Nonetheless, here's what I do now. Even though I've been to seminars, here's what I do now to make myself feel more comfortable. I go to whatever seminar event that I'm going to and I look at their photo gallery and I then I'm like, oh, that's what the room's going to look like. That's what the people look like. Oh, I see. That's what the stage will look like. And and then I feel more comfortable. It's just picturing it makes me feel that much more comfortable. And there's a lot of research that shows the place where you need to perform is kind of where you need to visualize yourself being. And it's also the place where you need to rehearse. So it's really great to see it in advance. Let me give you another example. Today, we finally finished negotiating the deal for my husband's new car. I say we, I mean me. Now, most people hate buying and selling cars. I enjoy negotiating for the sale of a vehicle. I love it. It's what I've done since I was a young girl. Since I was 13, I've loved knowing what true value of a vehicle is, what the market value is, how much it could be resold for, horsepower, engine size, all of those things. I love that stuff. I freaking love it. Most people walk into a car dealership and they feel nervous. What most people say that they fear about buying a vehicle is not knowing if they're getting screwed, wondering what the true value of that vehicle is, not knowing much about the process, being unsure if they're actually well-informed on the vehicle that they want and all the options. They don't know if it's a good price or a bad price, how all of this works. So step one, here's my first tip. My first tip in helping you feel more confident, you've probably already guessed this, more confident in any unfamiliar situation is research. The reason why I freaking love to negotiate the sale of a car or the purchase of a car is research. It's what makes me feel confident in any situation. Anytime I'm afraid about doing something that I've never done before and I feel like I'm going to look like an idiot, I go and I research it. The cool thing is now we have this like little thing that was invented called Google and you just Google it, right? You just Google it and then you Google it some more. And so What do I do? I do my research. So you walk in with your research. All you do is type in, one way you can do if you're buying a vehicle is type in true value. You can look at what cars are selling for in other areas. You can look at best prices. You can look at options and you can Google how to not get taken advantage when buying a new car. You can Google what is the best percentage rate to expect based on my credit score. Everything you're going to need to know, you can Google in advance. No one minds. In fact, it puts you in the driver's seat if you walk in with a little folder and say, I have my research to just start where they should start. They're not going to start with the sticker price, you know, so that's the best advice I can give you. Let me give you one more example of this. Fitness classes. Whenever I'm going to do a brand new workout that I've never done before, that's intimidating. 
You don't know what to wear. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what the workout's like. You don't know what the music's like, what time to show up. What do people do before, after? What's the club look like? What can I expect? Rather than be intimidated by that process, people, Google it. Read reviews on Yelp. Look at videos on Yelp to see what the workout's like. The more information we have, the more confident we feel. It doesn't matter what it is. Even if you're going to be meeting people you've never met before, you've never met them before. So in your head, you start forming these stories. Instead, Google their names. Look them up, research them, and you'll feel far less intimidated, okay? My number two tip for you is this. Research is gonna make you feel so much more confident about anything and everything, from interviews to new events or environments you've never been into, trying something new, meeting someone new, experimenting with a new sport, anything you can possibly imagine. Everything feels more comfortable when we know what to expect. It's the fear of the unknown that leaves us with self-doubt. It's the fear of the unknown that makes us assume everyone else is gonna be laughing at us and we're gonna feel like an idiot, right? The number two thing that you can do, aside from research, actually follows the number one step because you need to do your research first, right? Because with your research, you pretty much know what to expect. And then the other thing is to anticipate the worst case scenario. So like, let's assume that you're going to be doing something new and you're in your mind, you're like, okay, I've done my research. Once you've done your research and you still in your mind, you're like, yeah, I know I've done my research, but what if this happens, right? What if I walk in there and this guy just says, no, I don't care what's in your little folder. This is the price for this vehicle and all of your information is wrong. Then you must know in the worst case scenario, all you have to be able to do and write this down is answer this question. What will I do? And see, you already know the answer to that because you already know you, right? So there's a lot of unknowns, but once we've done all of our research and we know all of the things that there are to know, the only thing that's left is in a worst case scenario, what will I do? And rather than avoiding that thought, think it through because it's probably not going to be happen, but it's great to be prepared for it. I would say expect the very best, but be prepared for the worst. And so the way to prepare for the worst is to think about the worst case scenario happening and then go, okay, well, if that happens, there is no unknown because I know me. I know me like really well and I know what I'll do. I'll say, thank you so much. We'll be leaving now. And you walk. You just walk, right? Or let's say worst case scenario is you go to take a fitness class and it is so hard, you cannot hang and you're dying. Then you have to know, okay, well, what's the worst case scenario? Well, the worst case scenario is I can not go as hard. I can stop and come back another time and maybe the next time stay a little longer. If the worst case scenario is in your mind and you've thought it through, and what will I do? And what will that mean? So If the worst case scenario is you go and take a fitness class and it's so hard you can't get through it and everybody else in the class knows what they're doing, that's the worst case scenario, right? Like you're not gonna die, but let's just say that happens. Well, what will you do? You can ease up or you could leave. And then what would that say about you? Nothing. It would say at least you tried. But what does it say about you if you never try these things that scare you? If you don't go to seminars because you're intimidated and think that other people are going to like put you up on stage and put a spotlight on you and interrogate you. What would happen if you don't walk into a boss's office and ask for a raise? What does that say about you? And how do you feel about yourself if you don't do these things that you fear because of self-doubt? That's worse if you ask me because none of this stuff's gonna kill you. And you're going to feel so much more well-equipped 
well-prepared, and more confident in every freaking situation if you just do your research. And then after you're looking at all your research, and, and trust me, any unknown piece of information you think you don't know the answer to, it's still on Google. You can find it or you can find someone who's been and you can ask them, right? And so then once you know what you're going to do, you're like, okay, I guess I'll probably survive this. And you will. And you will. And that's what I want you to do. Well, don't confuse excitement with nervousness because they feel very similar. So a lot of times people are actually excited about something and they think it's nervousness when really what they're feeling is excited anticipation, like kind of the way kids feel before they walk downstairs to see what Santa Claus left them, right? So that's excited anticipation and it feels very similar to nervousness. Well, think about it. If you were to peek downstairs before everybody woke up and take a look and you could see what Santa Claus brought you, even your excited anticipation would lower. So take a peek at what's right around the corner so that you don't get nervous. And then again, don't be afraid of thinking through the worst possible case scenario and asking yourself, okay, in the unlikely event this could actually happen, what would I do about it? And that's what you're going to do. So I challenge you to tell me what it is you're going to do for this week. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. I start feeling that I'm lacking the self-esteem in myself. Always been called an extrovert. I didn't know how to express myself. I just had always had this negative mindset. There were certain things that I couldn't get past my fears. I was a very shy person. By having this Courageous Confidence Club, it's really like boost up my self-esteem. I got to become the person that I am. Taking the Courageous Confidence Club helped me get over that negative mindset. Courageous Confidence Club did help me get over my fear. Courageous Confidence Club is the stepping point to the rest of your life. Courageous Confidence is for everyone. Courageous Confidence Club is for everyone. Courageous Confidence Club is for women who just want to get out of their comfort zones. I think the Courageous Confidence Club is a wonderful program for anybody who is really desiring that chance to kind of be the person they know that is hidden inside of them that they're afraid to let out.